Hello, and welcome to Dialogues in Dermatology. I'm Dr. Todd Schlesinger, your Editor-in-Chief. We have another exciting podcast for you today. We hope that you enjoy. Hello, and welcome to Dialogues in Dermatology. I'm Dr. Lauren Council from St. Louis, Missouri, and I have the pleasure of speaking today with Dr. Hillary Johnson. Dr. Johnson is a Mohs micrographic surgeon in private practice in Iowa City, Iowa, and our topic of discussion today is going to be the new micrographic surgery and dermatologic oncology exam. Dr. Johnson, welcome. Thank you so much, Dr. Council. Pleasure to be here. So you and I are, are fortunate that we took this exam in the fall and we now have it in the past, but some of our listeners have not yet taken it and, and may have some questions. So I was hoping, could you tell me a little bit about the exam? When did it start? What is it? Well, I, I'm happy to share that. It is a new exam. Our first exam was just this past October of 2021. Uh, it's been, we've known it was coming for quite a while, but this is the, the first test taking experience and it had a pretty high pass rate but also a lot of preparation involved. This exam is considered by many to be a very good recognition for the medical training and expertise for people who practice most surgery. And the board certification for the subspecialty is a credential that we believe is important for people who practice most surgery to either do yesterday or tomorrow. <laughs> Sure, absolutely. And, and so I guess my next question then would be, who is eligible to take it? I know that, you know, there are some most surgeons who have been in practice for many years, maybe before fellowships were as popular as they are today. Some are recent graduates who can sit for this exam. Well, this exam is administered by the American Board of Dermatology. And fortunately for our specialty, they've made it pretty flexible so that whether you had a fellowship training in Mohs surgery or you're currently practicing Mohs surgery, you are eligible to take this exam for five years. Now it's good to know after five years have passed, which is after 2025, only recent graduates from fellowship training programs that are organized by the ACGME will be eligible to take the exam. So we have now four more chances each year to take this exam if you practice most surgery. And how do you know if you practice? Well, if you do, you just have to attest with the American Board of Dermatology and cert that you attest that, yes, I do practice most surgery, and then you are eligible to take it. And the uh, ABD says they, they can check up on that, so they're trusting our word. So it's pretty wide open for a five-year period. After that, it becomes a little bit more restricted. Thank you. What do you know about the format of the exam? The exam is administered only at Pearson View Centers, which is a company that runs exams. And there's a process for signing up, but it, it's pretty straightforward. Once you go there, you get checked in and there's a computer awaiting and you have uh, about a three hour period where I think is plenty for most people to finish the exam. And it's all computerized. There are approximately 200 questions and you can take your time to do those. There are two parts to the exam just so that there's a scheduled break if you want it. And you're able to, like most exams, 
highlight questions that you want to go back to, recheck your work, take your time on various questions as you want to. So it's not an exam where you only have a minute per question. You can definitely go at your own pace and review and have an, a nice examination experience. Very nice. So let's say you, you've registered to take the exam. You're trying to prepare how do we know what content is going to be there? Is there some place that sort of has the outline of the content? How do you know what to study? But this was something that was a learning process. And I think the more you learn about it, the more, more there is to learn. So the great place to start out is on the website for the American Board of Dermatology. On this website, they have a study guide. And the study guide doesn't list everything you need to know to the great detail, but it does a nice job outlining the major topics that will be covered and, and in what style. And it's very clear that most surgery and related topics in dermatologic oncology are going to be broadly covered, but they also nicely point to specific resources that are expected to be mastered, such as various practice guidelines. And it's also very, very helpful that our leaders and medical specialty organizations have developed additional courses and resources to make sure we are best prepared. For example, the American Academy of Dermatology has an exam prep course that they are running that I imagine would be very comprehensive and effective in feeling confident that you can definitely be ready for this exam and do well. I can share that it's, there, it's on the AAD website. It's going to be this summer, next August 20th through 21st, 2022 in Denver, Colorado. And that is about a month before the next exam date in mid-September. So it's good timing and it looks like it's going to be a great course. The agenda is coming, but doing courses like that and taking extra time to study, I think is really important. In addition, I think at the regular AAD meetings, there's certain programming to sign up for that's targeted for this exam, a nice review. And I think also not only going to the course, but studying afterward and studying before the exam to refresh the knowledge is pretty important. Sure. I think it's important too, to know that you know, this test was designed to be very practical. And so for practicing most surgeons, the content is content that's relevant to what we do every day. So I do think it's important to look at the study guide, as you mentioned, but I also think it's Important to re remember that you've been studying for this exam for as long as you've been practicing Mohs surgery and, and everything that you've learned over your entire career really will help you when it comes to taking the test. So like you mentioned, a good starting point is to look at the study guide. If you need more or want more didactic education, you certainly could sign up for, for one of these courses. What do you know about the fees associated with the, ex with the exam? Well, the exam fee, according to the American Board of Dermatology website, is currently $1,800. And that's something to basically be aware of and plan for, but hopefully it's a one-time expense. And after that, Mohs surgery and dermatologic oncology questions will be incorporated within the ABD's existing maintenance of certification process, which right now is using computerized questions that happen four times a year. So when you go to do your MOC questions, a certain portion of them will be applied to your subspecialty certification. So there won't be additional work. It's just a bit more skewed toward the surgical end. 
Well, that's very nice. I think, you know, it's important to realize that the goal of all of all of these, you know, is to help us to be prepared to take good care of our patients and to make sure that we are able to demonstrate to other specialties the value of our training in dermatology and, and for those of us with fellowships through fellowships as well. So the exam is not intended to be particularly intimidating. It's intended to be very practical. Again, study the ABD study guide. There are plenty of other resources out there to help you. Um, it's a several hour exam, about 200 questions given at a testing center. Um, if, if needed, you could take it more than once, as you mentioned. Are there any final thoughts about the exam with which you'd like to leave our listeners? Yeah, I like how you mentioned that it's practical and I think it can be really enjoyable. I think that's been the sentiment of many people who have taken the exam and studied for it, that it's been just a good experience to have a, a collective level of knowledge to share amongst our subspecialists. And it can be very pleasurable to refresh and enjoy this content that we love so well. And some of the questions you don't have to study for because you've been doing the same work, reading most slides, and it, they make it pretty easy to do this on a computer. So I, I also would say the computer is not something to be afraid of. Um, the pathology on the computer is, is actually quite good. And even though I took my boards with glass slides and was a little bit nervous, how, how do I do this computerized pathology? It was actually quite fine and um, enjoyable. So I think having that spirit is a great advice, Dr. Council. <laughs> well, thank you. And, and I certainly share that sentiment. I learned a ton from taking the exam. There's so many things that we just do and they become second nature, but it's nice to refresh. What is the appropriate use of antibiotics before most surgery and when should we actually use it? And just the, the different things that, you know, we have consensus and guidelines and it, it's important to refresh those because when you've been doing something for a certain number of years, you want to not forget what, what you learned back in residency and fellowship. So thank you very much. I won't take up any more of your time. I really appreciate all of your insight for our listeners, and I've enjoyed speaking with you today. Thank you. Thank you. We hope you have enjoyed this edition of Dialogues in Dermatology. This is Todd Schlesinger, your Editor-in-Chief. For more podcasts, including bonus issues, check us out online at the website of the American Academy of Dermatology or through the Dialogues in Dermatology app. You can now also sync your subscription to your favorite podcast app. New podcasts are released each week in addition to our monthly JAD podcasts. We hope you enjoy these new options for listening to Dialogues and the increasing content for your listening pleasure. Thank you.